0: Welcome, welcome, welcome! It is on Democracy. Fred Wellman here. I am in Washington D.C. in a beautiful hotel room. <laughs> if you're watching, I've got Lauren Boebert over my left shoulder on TV for the ninth vote for Kevin McCarthy in the Speaker of the House. As the chaos continues, we got a lot to talk about. It'll be a quick episode because I'm here solo, uh, as you can see. Or here I am on the road. With that, let's get this show rolling. As I said, it is on to mocks with F.P. Wellman. I am your host, Fred Wellman. If you know me, welcome. There. Hope you're in the right place. Welcome to the show. Coming to you live from uh, beautiful Washington, D.C., uh, overlooking the well, the next hotel, but I am with you live, man. I, I'm in DC this week for a couple of really cool events. Uh, uh, we, uh, if you've watched the show before or heard the show, I had my friend Naveed Shah on a few weeks ago. He's with a group called common defense today. They had their group then and, and Courage for America, sorry. And their, and their partners courage for America and courage for America had a kickoff press conference today up on Capitol Hill. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter at FP Wellman, you'll see a number of pictures. My friend Marcus flowers is up there. Um, Uh, And Courage for America had the great Michael Fanone join them on their council, and they were calling for an end to political violence in America, an end to uh, the extremists in Congress and encouraging violence. They've been running around Capitol Hill this week, um, talking to Congress members, specifically Republican Congress members, asking them to condemn political violence, asking them to condemn January 6th. It's gone pretty much how you'd expect. (laughs) Uh, But uh, the kind of funny little part of that was Fanone uh, has now joined them. And a letter, four hundred of us veterans signed a letter to, as they said during the press conference, the the true Speaker of the House, Marjorie Taylor Greene. And uh, Mike Fanon dropped off that letter to Margie Taylor Greene's office yesterday to make the point that we do not support uh, continued political violence in our country. Speaking of another kind of political violence, though, over my shoulder, you'll see, uh, if you're listening, I'm sure you know at home uh, that we are now in the ninth vote for speaker of the house we are on day three of the chaos that is now the republican uh, uh congress again if you listen to the show or watch the show you know i've talked about this since the day they won the election um we had to see this coming if you didn't see it coming then you've been hiding under a rock and a lot of folks have reached out to me to ask me you know what, what do i think is going to happen Will they pull it off? I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, it sounds funny me saying that. I'm supposed to be a political expert, and I don't pretend to be an expert of anything. Uh, I, I don't know the answer to that. Um, they've seemed to have dug in their heels. Um, as Adam Schiff said yesterday, it seems Kevin McCarthy is willing to give away everything he can, except the title of Speaker of the House. Um, he wants it so bad so you know they have both sides have dug in their heels the the 20 is growing actually of people who are tired of these games Uh, but these these holdouts are holding the caucus holding the whole caucus um, and frankly the entire congress hostage and and frankly folks this should be a surprise this is the culmination of over a decade years and years of Going to the most base instincts, the most base people in the Republican Party and, and giving them voice. And now you've got Matt Gates and Lauren Boebert as leading voices in your caucus, Marjorie Tara Green as a leading voice of your caucus, because you have to, because they've got a slim majority of left left than, uh less than five votes. And now you're stuck with the insanity. And and I, I don't want insanity in our. country i don't want this to go on um i take solace in the fact that there's three branches of government and the republican party controls half of one uh and and so um while they can cause quite a bit of trouble and while they will cause quite a bit of trouble as a political operative i'm telling you to watch this i'm telling you the american people to watch what happens when you put these people in charge of government and the maga movement and this house or they call themselves freedom caucus and what they're doing is nothing but a fraud they don't want anything they don't have principles they don't want to govern what they want to do is cause trouble and they want to cause chaos they want to shut down the government bobert herself gave it all away in an incredibly stupid stupid way when she foolishly went on TV with Stephanie rule and said to Stephanie like well Every day that we are debating is one more day that Congress isn't spending money. And Stephanie had to point out to us like, you know, you're really dumb that the the funding measure has been passed. The government is funded for nine months until September of next year, of this year. You're not spending any money, but this is the ridiculousness. This is the kind of stupidity that drives the House Freedom Caucus. And I got to tell you, if you follow me on Twitter, I've been absolutely having the time of my goddamn life mocking these fools and, and it's funny every now and then people come back at me like fred this is so serious this is our government like i'm sorry it's fucking hilarious okay this is such a self-inflicted wound this is everything that started years ago and it's especially funny to see kevin mccarthy the weasel himself the son of a bitch who went down to mar-a-lago okay three weeks after january 6th and kissed the ring of donald trump begging for forgiveness and begging to bring you know himself back into the fold, Kevin McCarthy is the guy that first opened the doors to bring Donald Trump back into the fold as a as a senior statesman of the Republican Party. And now, what do they got to show for it? Donald Trump himself endorsed Kevin McCarthy, and it didn't change a single damn vote because the movement that has MAGA has gone beyond Donald Trump. Now, he's still a figurehead. He's still dangerous in his own way. But as the New York Times said today, he appears to be running a Potemkin presidential race. He's not even running. I mean, he hasn't left Florida, for God's sake. He's barely left Mar-a-Lago. It was funny when he got called out for that by, I think, Luvia Nuzzi in her recent article. He said, that's not true. I've gone to Miami. Okay, Miami's freaking down the road. He, he's literally gone from Mar-a-Lago to his golf course in Doral near the airport in Miami. He, he's not campaigning. It's a fake campaign. But his movement goes beyond him. The MAGA movement is not just Donald Trump. It is the people. And you see it in the, in the ways that you're very online like me. Uh, yesterday, Mark Levin, who's you know, been a prime, you know, voice of this movement, um, had the audacity to say that, you know, Matt Gates is, you know, poppycocking around like the king of the hill. You know, Matt, nobody's nobody's voted for Matt Gates to be speaker. Somebody should vote and let, let him see how nobody wants him. And if you read the replies to Levin, he gets absolutely obliterated by these MAGA people who are cheering on Matt Gates and the Freedom Caucus and their insanity, who are cheering on shutting down our government. This movement has gone beyond the leading voices to the insane. And the insane are running the asylum, and I have not a bit of sympathy for any of them. I cannot muster a single ounce of sympathy. And that goes for people I used to respect, uh, Matt Gall- or Mike Gallagher from Ohio, um, Rob Whitman from Virginia, decent conservatives who stood for things. Who have stood by the wayside and allowed this to happen. If you remember when Ruth Ben ghiat was on the show uh three weeks ago, she said something so insightful. And every day I quote it so often now in my work, she said, a coup to for a coup to succeed, it takes two people, those who act and those who don't act. Right? And in this case, the coup of the Republican Party the party has been taken over by the insane those who d- didn't act are those like Gallagher those like Rob Whitman those whose names you don't even know Mike Bost everything else those who stood by and allowed the insanity to take over their party and did nothing to stop it you know now they're trying to reclaim their mantle you know, with the McCarthy vote I mean Dan fucking Crenshaw of all people Dan Crenshaw who did a video called Texas Reloaded, this ridiculous over-the-top stupid video of him jumping out, of, haloing out of a plane and and beating up Antifa with other veterans running for office in Texas, explosions and helicopters. I mean, this, this ridiculous video actually had the balls to say that the Freedom Caucus people are a bunch of narcissists. It's like, bro, bro, you are calling anyone a narcissist? You did your little action movie for your campaign, burning money. Give me a fucking break with this stuff. There's not a mirror amongst them, you know, and I'm enjoying seeing Sean Hannity beat up Lauren Boebert and lose. Because this movement that these voices, Hannity, Charlie Kirk, Mark Levin, Donald Trump, this movement they've created, this this ideal of of the chaos and being anti-everything is now eating them fucking alive. And I'm here for it, baby. I'm so here for it. And you should be too. Look, I don't relish the idea that we don't have a Congress. I hate it. I hate to see good people who brought their families to Washington, D.C. to get sworn in. It can't get sworn in. We do not have a Congress. I don't think you understand. We do not have a House of Representatives. That means a lot of things aren't getting done. If there's no speaker, there's no House. A good example of this is people are complaining or the right was celebrating, but the left was complaining that the metal detectors were removed from the, the House of Representatives. And they're saying who ordered that there's no speaker that's just it that was ordered by nancy pelosi when her congress expired when her orders her orders expired that they, they removed the metal tags because that order to have them in place it wasn't a normal thing it, they were removed that's how this works um i think uh you know adam kinzinger did a great job explaining it uh on twitter today he said it's like a computer that has to reboot all the time and all you can do is reboot and reboot until they get a speaker the computer just reboots every one of these votes is a reboot it's just a it's a it's we used to call it when i was i'm going to date myself if you're old as i am and you did computer science in the 80s uh there's a thing called a do loop It's where you accidentally program a computer to, to do the same thing over and over. And what happens is the computer just does that over and over. It becomes, a, they call it a do loop. And Do this, do this, do this. So it just circles the drain uh, and just gets stuck. It locks up the computer and it's, it's stuck in what we call a do loop. It was actually a term used a lot at West Point, like when you got stuck on something you're like, but dude, I'm, I'm stuck in a do loop. <laughs> and that's where we're at. The, the Congress is stuck in a do loop and the do loop is vote for speed. The only thing the House of Representatives can do right now is sit in that chamber, you're watching it on tv right now and he's lost again there's number nine uh nine it's a do loop this is this is all they can do the only power the house of representatives has right now is to to adjourn convene and vote for speaker nothing else and all this is because of the freedom caucus and i'm gonna do air quotes for those listening freedom caucus you know which is the freedom to cause chaos it's just chaos now you think this is bad wait till you see what he gave them and whatever the next guy gives them we're talking chairs of committees they want their own committee to investigate the weaponization of government they want their own positions to investigate Biden. it is going to be insanity there won't be any laws passed because of the chaos caucus and this is the death of a party and and, and so many of us have been predicting that predicting this for years this is the death spiral of the party um, they have given themselves over to the monsters, and now the monsters are eating them alive. And they thought they'd ride them. They thought they'd ride that tiger. They could ride the tiger forever. And the truth is, you can't. The tiger's gonna eat you eventually he gets fucking hungry. And the first thing the tiger eats is the dumbass is on its back. So that's what you're watching. You're watching the death of a party. And those of us who are opposing them, those of us who are supporting Democratic candidates next cycle, those of us who are doing some really interesting work around the idea that we should run everywhere and we should support candidates everywhere, which I'm really excited to be sharing with you soon about some of the work we're doing here. Um, we're gonna help candidates run everywhere. Um, those of us who are doing that, let me tell you something, we're watching, we're videoing, we're recording it all. And We're gonna re- make sure they remember what they did. I want them to remember. I want you to remember. I want the American people to remember the chaos that is the next two years under Republican leadership because there is no Republican leadership. And I tell you, the final thing I'll say, because I don't really have a script today, unfortunately, (laughs) is the fact that Donald Trump did his little lukewarm, which, can we talk about that? Donald Trump's endorsement of Kevin McCarthy was like, He's going to do a good job. And you may be surprised. He could do a great job. <laughs> Ooh, He might do a great job. I mean, my God, if you got an endorsement like that for college, you, you wouldn't even get into uh, high school. Uh, so having said that. You know, Donald Trump doesn't have the influence of these guys. This this is this beast is uncaged. And the picture of it is Marjorie Tara Green, Lauren Boebert trying to act actually smart. Matt Gates who should be in jail for sexual assault. Paul Gosar twitching his way across the TV screen. It is a chaos caucus and we're going to face chaos. And now you're getting a taste of it. And to me, I'm glad I'm glad that this, this it showed itself in the very first vote. These guys came and organized the Congress, no matter run it. So we've got to make sure that every American understands what's going on here. And every American takes their elections seriously and they come out and vote. And they never vote for a Republican again. Um, and, you know, look, we know there's people down for it. Like I said, look in the replies to these tweets. There are people who love this, who love it all, and they're not our enemies. Um, Terry Green called uh, Democrats the enemy. Um, our fellow Americans are not our enemy. Um, we have very different opinions about the future of this country and how it should be managed, but they're fellow Americans and we need to remember that but at this point many of our fellow americans are, are lost to a political ideology that will end our nation if it's not put in check soon so the mission is saving our democracy uh hence the name of this show on democracy because uh, yes this is a constitutional republic a form of democracy but this republic will fall it will fall it's happened before we can't let it happen here with that I'm going to do some really interesting stuff today. I can't wait to tell you about what I'm involved in. I, I'm not allowed to talk about it yet, but once it's over, I can. But it has to do with January 6th and, 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 and make sure that our, our Pentagon's ready for it next time. So I'm really excited and proud to be a part of that. You'll get to see it eventually. You're filming a documentary. Um, so I better get to work on my other job. In the meantime, sorry about the low production value and the, and the solo show for January 6th. Tomorrow is the anniversary of January 6th. Tomorrow is two years since the raid on our Capitol. It was a little real to stand there in our capital on the steps of our capital yesterday and today and and know what happened there two years ago The violence um that occurred right now and uh, as you're watching and listening to this um, and the people affected it i met michael fanon today and and of course i know harry dunn i've I've had the opportunity to get to know harry dunn very well it is a unique thing what these men and women went through Um, so think about that think about that as you listen to this think about that as you watch the chaos unfold with the republican caucus we cannot allow this to happen to our nation again so with that as always you can find me On Twitter, F.P. Wellman. You can find me. I love you. Follow me on Instagram, F.P. Wellman Official. Of course, the show is uh, the On, uh, On Democracy Podcast. Uh on YouTube. I'd love you to subscribe there. I, we're not over a thousand subscribers yet. It's kind of killing me. I'd love you to subscribe. Of course, you can find our podcast on Apple and Spotify and Google. Please, please, I'd be so privileged and honored if you give us a good review. I'd be so honored if you told your friends and tweeted about it and Facebooked about it. We would love to get more followers. The show is getting better and better. I got even more guests lined up in the next few weeks. You're going to love and learn some really cool stuff. So please, thanks for being a part of this. Thanks for being on this journey. I hope you had a happy new year and we'll see you next week.